Hey moms, this is Heidi St. John. Welcome back. It's Wednesday today and we are on the topic of thirst, a spiritual thirst, teaching our children uh, what it looks like to be thirsty for God. Um, I like to talk a lot about education. I believe education is probably one of the most important discussions and the most important, certainly one of the most important topics in our culture today. And I like to talk about it because education is discipleship. Education is discipleship. It means that uh, a teacher is imparting his values or her values. And the Bible says in Luke 640, that when a student is, is fully trained, he will be like his teacher. So today, as we uh, finish talking about what it looks like to be thirsty for God, I want you to think about yourself in that position of being a teacher in the life of your child. Now, whether you're a homeschool mom or whether you're not, parents are teachers. All parents are teachers, and our kids are learning from us. We said earlier this week that our children are learning how to be thirsty from us. They learn from us that at a very early age that they need to um, eat nourishing food in order to take care of their bodies. And in the same way, we want them to take care of their souls by drinking from the living water. I um, I love to read uh, the writing of Henry uh, and Richard Blackaby and have for years. Henry's kind of one of my heroes. And uh, I, I wrote something in my journal that I read from him somewhere um, about... Uh, spiritual thirst. And he was referring to Psalm 63, the verse that I've been reading, Oh God, you are my God. Early will I seek you. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh longs for you in a dry and, and weary land, a dry and thirsty land where there is no water. And Henry said, how good to know that we can cry not just to God, but to my God. The two-letter word my makes all the difference. He is my God. He is your God, and He will revive us. He has cool, clear, invigorating, living water in abundance that refreshes and restores. He can and will meet the deepest needs of our soul every day. I'm going to grab a trail and just talk about some things that I see happening in the culture as it pertains to a spiritual thirst, because I really believe we're living in a uh, a dry and thirsty land where there is no water. We have a president in office right now, Barack Obama, who was elected by a majority in our democratic society um, based on basically two words. Um, And if you're listening to this and you're from the United States, you know those two words were hope and change. The fact that we allowed um, a president to run on those two things tells me that we are weary as a nation and that we need hope and change. But the facts are, we are never going to find hope and change apart from Jesus. It's never going to be found in a politician. It's never going to be found in a president. It's not going to be found in a good curriculum. It's not going to be found in homeschooling. It's not going to be found in a Christian school. It's not going to be found from a pastor or in our church. The hope and change that we need as a nation will never be found apart from Jesus Christ. And if you are listening to this broadcast today and you know the Lord, you have what the world is looking for. You have hope and change. You have hope inside of you. The Bible says we have inside of us Jesus Christ, the hope of glory. And we know that at the end of the day, Jesus is going to wipe away every tear from our eyes. And things that we don't understand 
will be understood. And right now, as we're walking through this world, this dry and thirsty land where there is no water, it is our responsibility as believers to be that hope and change, to point people to Jesus Christ. We have an opportunity every day to point our children to the Lord. You know, I speak many times every year to uh, moms especially. You guys know that I do uh, women's retreats and I speak uh, uh, around the country um, dozens of times every year because I love uh, women. I love speaking to moms especially about the role that God has given them. And as I look around and I and I talk to these moms, I realize, boy, even Christian women, uh, we forget that our hope is in Jesus. The Bible says some might trust in horses and some might trust in chariots, but we, God's people, we will trust in the name of our God. Now, let me put that in uh, modern day English. And so instead of saying we might trust in horses and we might trust in chariots, maybe it's we might trust in our president. We might trust in the court system. We might trust in a political party. We might trust in homeschooling. We might trust in a family integrated church. We might trust in a methodology of parenting when we should be putting our trust in the name of the Lord. And the thirst that we have for his word manifests itself in our understanding of what that looks like on a day-to-day basis. What it looks like is we as Christians, instead of putting our trust in homeschooling, instead of putting our trust in a political system or a political party, we put our trust in the name of the Lord. And we can't do that, women, unless we are in his word, unless we know his word. I love to teach from uh, from the Psalms, and oftentimes when I'm speaking, I talk about spiritual warfare. The, the Bible says in 1 Peter 5, 8, that the enemy, Satan, the enemy of our soul, prowls around like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. And the other day I was reading in the book of Job uh, as part of uh, my daily Bible reading, which I told you guys uh, a couple of days ago, my husband has got me finally uh, talked into uh, reading the Bible on my phone, and I'm actually really enjoying it because it's so handy. And boy, it's true what God said, that his word is active and living and sharper than any two-edged sword. And even though I've read the story of Job a hundred times, I read it again the other day, and God showed me something new from his word. At the beginning part of Job, the scene is set up where um, the angels are coming basically to give a report to God, and Satan shows up. And God is surprised to see him there. God's like, dude, what are, you know, what are you doing here? And Satan actually says to him, I was patrolling the earth. And I thought immediately of 1 Peter 5, 8, where Peter is warning us, hey, wake up, pay attention. Your adversary, the devil, is prowling around like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. And if that's the case, moms, why are we trying to find our satisfaction anywhere? but in the word of God? Why are we trying to find hope in a president? Why are we trying to find change outside of Jesus? Nothing will satisfy us apart from Jesus Christ. Jesus said, whoever believes will have streams of living water flowing from within. You see, faith is a coming of the soul to have found to be satisfied with Jesus above all things. It's not simply a belief of facts. Jesus is the water that we need. And the soul does the drinking. And the Bible says you don't just get a drink when you walk with God and you go to him. You get a spiritual.
spring. You get an entire spring. Jesus said, whoever believes will have streams of living water flowing from within. Could you imagine being encouraged by the Lord every day, getting into his word and going, you know what? Yesterday was awful, but oh my word. Thank you, Lord, for showing me again how much you love me and what's important and what what you want me to do. Don't quit. Going to God's word. Don't give up. Tomorrow I'm going to finish up this series, Are You Thirsty? By exhorting you and encouraging you to try something new in your walk with the Lord. And I really want to drive home the point that it doesn't matter all the good things we do if we're not going to the spring of living water, to the well that the Bible says will never run dry. We have to be in God's word every day. You can make plans. You can have the one, most wonderful planner in the whole world. You can, you can write out your list, but if you're not asking the Lord to fill you with his spirit and help you prioritize the things that you put on that list, you're going to wind up like that woman we talked about a couple weeks ago, that distracted mom who is discouraged and disillusioned and depressed and finally feels defeated. Your soul was made to thirst from God, to thirst for him and drink from him, from his word every day. Take some time today. Go back to Psalm 63. If you have a Bible, go to Psalm 63 and read Psalm 63, 1 and ask the Lord to show you what does it look like to be thirsty for him. He has a word for you today. Get into his word yourself. Go to the Bible and say, Father, show me. Show me what it looks like. Let me be thirsty for you. I'll see you here on Friday. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.